the martini one. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard to hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. What the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> a man that needs no introduction on this show. Sex and relationship therapist, author, educator, and prep warrior, Damon L. Jacobs is here. Hey, with us. I meant to count how many times over seven years because we're heading to seven. Yeah. Wow. I wanted to count, but it's been, you are. We were doing monthly there for a while. Yeah. So this yes. was, I think we're in our, you know, 30s here or something. I probably. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. yeah so oh, you're, it, you are here. Yes. It is welcome. so good to see you both. And kudos for being here in LA. Thank you. And Thank you. being here. I mean, so many people talk about this, but they don't actually do it much less yes. stick with it. Yeah. So right? yay. I found yeah. a really nice bridge. <laughs> and I, I enjoy it, and, and then I just stay under it. That's how that works. <laughs> but it's oh, it's a classy bridge. Yeah. So. Oh sure. Yeah. It's in Beverly. Okay. The Beverly yeah, yeah, Bridge. It's a Beverly okay. Hills Bridge. They move you every week, but you, okay. just, you just do All the right. rounds. All right. Do the rounds. All right. That's how that works. That's, you know. Okay, so I read the notes that you sent over uh-huh. for what Sergey wanted to talk about, and okay. you. Mentioned, and I told you, no spoilers. So sure, no spoilers. There's a movie never. I've been dying to see since July. Ooh. It was just released, and you saw it, yeah. and I've been waiting to hear if it's, because I know it's going to be good. And you saw... Knives Out. It's Knives Out. Knives um, out. With Daniel Craig and um, Chris... Tony Collette. Uh, Tony Collette. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, it's a bunch of great Jamie people. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's here. I'm just excited. Uh. Just you guys, so I just saw her do an interview on The View, and okay. she is still so fabulous. Oh my right. god! So Isn't oh my god! Just Love her. Just so she is a very no nonsense lady. Right. Yeah. Right. She's right. Got no time for your yep tomfoolery. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, Freaking love it. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. exactly. She says it like it is. You know and what I mean? I love that. Classy does she look? She what? does such a good job in it too. Oh, she's just she, she embodies does. her character so well. I'm, For a while great, there, right. she was known as you know the scream queen. Yeah, the right. first, you know person, right. the first woman who was in all yeah. these horror movies. Yeah. With the one that I thought was the most scariest was Perfect. Oh, I, don't know I didn't see that. Perfect. I've, I've heard, that was oh, one I've heard of the scariest really movies good. of the AVs. Yeah, because oh she's like God. playing this fitness yeah. instructor, yeah. and John Travolta shaves his chest. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! He's like in the movie shirtless, and he doesn't have any wow. hair. And it's that is like, terrifying. And it's just like how fitness oh, makes people oh, like no, no, no. like pods and yeah. immune oh. and shave their yeah. bodies. And it's the eighties, and everyone's like wearing really bright outfits. It's a very scary film. That's it. Sounds very scary. Spare yourself. Just finish my summary. Do you know what's funny about Jamie Lee Curtis? She does doesn't like horror movies. No. And right. she does 800 right. of them. Right. She doesn't right. like them. Yeah. She won't watch them. You know, I feel yeah. like making them would be way more fun than watching them. You well, know what right. I mean? It works at Chick-fil-A eats their food either. There you but, go. You know, you, you, you get or, the money, you do yeah. what you Amen do for sister. money, and it's not going to want to consume you know, what you get yeah. paid to do. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've heard Popeye. Totally. Popeye's has a better tasting chicken sandwich. Oh, it does. I keep hearing this. Yeah. I, I still yeah. have never tried it. You haven't Chick-fil-A. tried it. I just can't. And well, oh, the most yeah. person in the world. Yeah. I right. Just, yeah. I just can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't even... Don't. I live no in Tulsa it's where it's like a religion. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't then. But yeah. I had friends who would hide in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Wear the sunglasses. But Wait, wouldn't that be disguise. a great, like, serious <laughs> <That's the> secret <laughs> Chick-fil-A yes. exposed? Yes. Dude, this is Just this undercover boss version. Oh yes. My, yes. my roommate That's loves fun. Chick-fil-A. He's a really? comedian. Huh. And he... This is what he tells me all the time. He's like... 
I go there and then I just give the amount I spent there to HRC. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I don't, I mean, props to you. you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it cancels each other out. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cracks the, it, but he the is a is there. Yeah. Anytime we go out on the town, that's where we have to end. Chick-fil-A, really? Yeah, oh. and he will wait in mm. line forever. Mm. And in this town, the line is forever. Yeah, especially after the bar See, is done. I'll bet I would love it, and that's probably also why I don't even want to probably try sure. it. Better. I probably sure. would enjoy it yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you, are you, do you like chicken? I normally? love chicken, yeah, like, chicken, like really yeah. like fried chicken. Yeah, chicken. right. I think okay, okay. Has a great fried oh, chicken. Oh, they have such a good one. So that's totally. like good stuff. I agree. That, yeah, yeah, I yeah, also yeah. love that we're talking about fast food chicken. You're like, yeah. do you like chicken? Is it oh, yeah. the same yeah. thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> chicken fried chicken. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Like you They're know, pressed yeah. meats. Yeah, yeah. chicken. You know, you know, if you like chicken, you like chicken. Kind of like yeah. chicken McNuggets at McDonald's. McNuggets are good. It's really like it's good, but they're like they're like faux chicken. I feel like chicken is hard not to like. It's a really it's it's the meat of equality. You know oh, what? You it are the new yeah. branding person. <laughs> it's so equality. accessible to everybody. <laughs> exactly. Everybody. Like Chick-fil-A, it's sort of disequality. Is kind of oh, yeah, right. That's exactly. Right. That's true. Right. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, they took it back. The religious right is, yeah. is at yeah. war oh. with chicken yeah. through Chick-fil-A. Well, and then uh, Chick-fil-A just came out and re-upped their, they will not back down. They did that whole release. Really? Yeah. I heard that they stopped accepting funds. That was like a month ago that they stopped accepting well, funds was, from religion. Like yeah. This was a few weeks ago. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR. And this is the yes, problem. Exactly. This is the problem is we have conflicting news because we have a broken media cycle. We, this is you know, a real thing. It's what's real not thing. broken yeah. is what I have no, to you're say. Right, you're right. Yeah. A, I agree yeah. with you. It's all 100% broken. 100% broken media cycle. 100% broken uh, government. I mean, sure, we're just sure, broken. Sure. We yeah, are yeah, broken. However, I think it's sure. incumbent then to mm-hmm. for us to get facts. Yes. And and thanks because yes. it is a Google age, yes. we can get better and you information. Have to, and yeah. facts, right. we have to work a little harder to get. Uh, it. You have to put in effort. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I remember growing up the infomercials that they'd show at three in the morning. You yes. know, like during um, USA's Night Flight. You yeah. know, because yeah. they would oh. play like music videos. Yeah. They play the non-censored version. Yeah. Like dirty videos. Yeah. So you would wait. MTV would never play. To see like these ridiculous, laughable infomercials, which sure. Cher yes. did one in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. And and but <laughs> we knew that they were funny. Her. It's like okay, yeah. these yeah. are entertaining. Right. But does this product really work? Right. Is this it. really the best hairspray in the world? Sure. Are these exactly. Ginsu knives really going to save my entire life and family? Like, not probably. No, but you, <laughs> but we learn to be discerning yeah. as right. consumers. Right. Like, exactly. You know, see, take what you see with a grain of salt. Although I really did want a Ginsu knife to see if I could cut a penny. Well, I really wanted they did that hairspray, so well. So I could, oh, right. You know, be like, sure. so right. You know, in retrospect, wait, but she was wearing a wig. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that wasn't even her hair. Damn it. <laughs> like, Amazing, all those, it's marketing. Yeah. yeah, that was the one thing the yeah. share show got wrong on Broadway. Yeah. Yes, they did a lot of things right. They got that whole part wrong. Uh, really? It, so what? No. Why? How, how do so, you get that wrong? So, yeah, they they showed her. They had a whole segment on the infomercial. They spent like five minutes on sure. it. Oh, but nice. she's wearing her big '80s curly wig. Oh, that's not what she wore. And oh. no, during the '90s, she was doing the flat. Yes. The right, right, right. Flat wig, right. which is oh. the whole point of those commercials, yes. Yes. showing how exactly. It works, even oh, that's funny! Wow. Okay, first of all, already okay, sure, my so. favorite opening segment because yeah. we are really good, the three of us, at just going. And I yeah, love that. Well, we've already uh, talked about share. Speaking of wigs, yeah. did you know that huh. they make? I found this out today. They okay. make wigs for dogs. They do. They are fabulous. Dogs wow. look so cute. My friend Doug uh-huh. has three little dogs, and, and they have the wigs. best pictures because. <laughs> Has like the red share wig from okay. back, wow. no, I believe, They're and all those. Yeah, and they're like this, oh. and that. There is the Marilyn, though. There is the Marilyn wig, the blonde. Oh. And I, so he sends me all these pictures of his dogs, and I'm like, are you? F- 
fucking serious? This there is either I've, the most LA thing or an SNL skit. Yes, it's I am one gonna of those. Buy I don't know. Roscoe I don't know about a wig it. because that know. needs to happen. Uh, yeah, so dogs have wigs now too. Oh. I, I know. Interesting. I love it. We so, going for Roger the Rodent. Yes, right. we will. <laughs> right. no, no, great. No. These are very dangerous working oh situations. Right now. Oh man. Oh yeah. I love that yeah. so much. Giving animals bobs. I know. I don't know. A bob so cop. great. Yeah. I would love to see Ross going a little. Yeah. Yeah. My know, my dog would not like it. He would. No. He would, he he would, would just be like, nope. <laughs> he would eat it. We're not doing it. We're yeah. uh, we're done. He's still yeah. a. Little he would run away. He would legally be like, I'm 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 gonna go out for adoption. This is abuse. He's gonna call. Exactly. He's a very gay dog so yeah I mean, uh, yeah we haven't he's got been able, style and everything well we haven't so been able sense. to because right now he has gay dads which is why he has yes. style, but we don't know if he's gay yet because he's too young maybe he'll just be a well-dressed straight dog sure yeah he Aren't could be dogs yeah. kind of pansexual i think i, I think, think that's so. kind of attached to labels sure exactly they just yeah whatever just want yeah. to put it in something yes right <laughs> yeah. yeah right this sure is true, sure yeah. or you're my dog and you just don't want to do anything okay okay that's what happens if you're dotson and you're old oh that's how that goes down also Moral of this part is uh, uh, go see Knives Out. Yeah, go see Knives Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go see Knives Out. Right, go see Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's amazing. I can't wait. I'm going to see it uh, like next week. Um, so it'll be perfect. This show, uh, speaking of something to see, Magic for Humans. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Netflix. Oh, I think you oh, would like it. it. You, you might like it. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, it's it, The second yeah. season's out. Yeah, and I was in love with the first season. Just, yeah, really Justin good. Wilhelm really is amazing, and he mixes magic with actually like human behavior and how with kind of a, so it's yeah, this deeper moral kind of yeah, yeah, it's so fun and just how people wow. worked and and think mm -hmm. and how we treat each other. And I'm like, so I was hooked. First yeah. season, I was hooked. It's so smart the way he does it. And, and they didn't say the best magic I've ever seen. Yeah, they didn't say whether there would be a second, but it is the most fascinating yeah. way to present. Yeah. Because it's my two favorite things: yeah, people communicating, yeah, like paying attention to that, right. and then well, cool magic with a hot guy. I, I mean, he's very attractive. Yeah, yeah very oh. attractive. Um, I think yeah. the best part of the whole season, the whole series, is uh, magic for Susans, where he takes a Susan that's and shows favorite. her magic. That's yes, about it. and that's, that's my favorite segment. moment. So, so like this is funny it. and yeah. serious. It magic probably is Susan. magic for Susans. Yeah, yeah, so. They make different things disappear in Susan. Yeah, no, yeah. That reminds me, like in desperately seeking Susan, because wasn't the backstory of Susan that she was a magician? assistant or well, that was her best Wait. friend whose couch she was yeah that's what I think it is because that yeah. was Rebecca but a lot of it took place at the magic club yes right. I love Madonna. and there was Anna Arquette thinking she was that's it. Rosanna Arquette there it is. thought Rebecca. she was Susan Rosanna that was his inspiration <laughs> yeah okay. yes that is what it is now that yeah. was out at the same time as perfect Oh, it was. So you have to go back a little okay, bit. Okay, so oh, I was, it, yeah. You know, I remember really Desperately really Seeking Susan. Yeah. I don't remember perfect. But also, oh, my parents didn't want me to, wouldn't want me to see either one of them. Sure, but. yeah. So obviously, I saw the one I they knew They were PG. <laughs> oh, no, because it was Madonna. Madonna, dad was a minister. Oh. And Madonna was oh, too much. Four. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Well, yes. Completely. Yes. Yeah. For the littlest things. He could have oh just seen an angle. Goodness. And sure. it could have been. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I mean, yeah. she's more than that. Oh, yeah. In that film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love her. And she you smoked know. cigarettes, too. Oh, yeah. Double band. Yeah. That's right. There's a lot of pot smoking in that film, which in the 80s was like Nancy that. Reagan's no. like biggest. Exactly. She'll come for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm like, dad was trying to protect you. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, dad. But, you know, Whatever. Uh, 
Yeah, I, it was. Uh, it's all good now. Oh, well, and Aiden you know. Quinn was it, and he didn't shave his chest. I love no. Aiden Quinn. Yeah, yeah I was in love with him forever. No, and that been. and good. I'm Never okay with that. Been. Give yeah. me a bear. Not even day. when he was like dying of AIDS in the mm. early Frost movie. He didn't yeah, shave his chest mm. then either. right. Oh, he's such a good. He his, can keep his chest. Yeah. We don't. We're not. We're not mad about it. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I love Aiden Quinn. Remember Practical Magic. I'm just saying. Oh, that's right. Mm. That was like oh, the was TV beautiful. show where he was like hot right. priest. No, no, no. Oh, although that's good. That? Practical Magic, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> oh! She's a witch. Nicole Kidman. Yes, with yes. them both. Yeah, they were oh, sisters. Oh, my God. And Stevie yeah. Nicks was on the soundtrack. Uh, yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Like, every pop star. Every yeah, pop star is tagged. to listen to this. It is amazing. And get on this no, show because it's the best show to be on. Agreed. If you don't get electrocuted, it's the best show to be on. If you don't. We won't get electrocuted. I'd like to point out, beautiful and dry. We are clear. We are clear. The You're rain. Clear. Yes. Yes. With our I wishes and hopes. With our thoughts we, and prayers. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers. Yeah. prayers uh, also, I love that the, this hotel is so like serious about their water. Uh, issues that they uh-huh. put out sandbags for us. Yeah, oh, well, that's right. It might flood. It might <laughs> I'm flood. like, wow, it yeah. you know, must have gotten insane. Helpful. Sure. Yeah. I think we're on the, the wrong fountain. side of the flood zone, but that's we okay. We are, but that's because we live that's dangerously. <laughs> we're not afraid. We're not afraid of anything. There you go. There you go. I love it. Um, Jonathan, before we get into talking yes. uh, about everything, I, I thought a good transition for us would be to talk about our prep stories. Jonathan and, and Sergey, the prep story. I saw okay. that, and yeah. I love prep. Right. I love that thought process. Yeah. I mean, because both of you and I. um, Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's directly related to Dame. It very much is. Um, You, because you came on at a very early point in the prep stages in the world, first of all, but especially in our life. So from that, we've learned. And, you know, now, now both of us happily on prep and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Congratulations. Practicing prep. It's crazy. I remember back then. So you, this was before we met you because we wanted to talk about this. Exactly. Yeah. What's this prep? years out then. Yeah. So that was very early in this whole thing. And you came on and you you talked yeah. to us and I think it was within weeks that we had and in Spokane then you had to fight to find a doctor yeah because back it wasn't then easy. Oh. it was still that hole where some doctors were morally against things have changed they still are but yeah yeah right. but yeah. so much of that yeah, has changed sure. yeah. And so it's so funny. So you got on. Mm-hmm. Well, I had I I got on, but then because the whole what we just talked about in Spokane, it was, was kind of wishy washy. It was hard to find a new doctor that was going to do it. And so there was a, a moment where I didn't have it. But now that I'm in yeah. LA, it's you you a walk in, I get it delivered now. It's yeah. like straight to your door. Yeah, you know, it's it's so easy to get it here and I love it. In, in LA makes it so 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 comfortable. You know, you the go bigger in. bigger cities have oh, way yeah. more access. They do. And you know, bigger liberal cities, you know, a lot California's great. Right. Washington's great for that. New but York's great. But I do want to say that the yeah. great thing now is that there are pretty much anybody in the US can right. get it delivered to their door. Right. Yeah. Except in North Dakota and Massachusetts. Those are oh. the only two oh, states really? that have held out. Yeah. I mean but there's oh, telemedicine services. Right. Yeah. One is called Plush Care. One is Plush called Nurix, which is spelled N U R X. Oh okay. Okay. Way to brand it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. going to remember that. Yeah. Um, but between the two, you've got 48 states covered. So wow. even people in rural areas, even Spokane, even right. anywhere right. in Washington, right. um, people get can get it delivered to their door by Amazing. signing up with one of these telemedicine right. services. Well, and then they just announced, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but the government just announced that Gilead is 
uh, or is that how you say their name? Gilead? Gilead. Yeah. Oh, Gilead. Yeah. And that they've uh, teamed up for people who are uninsured yeah. to donate, what, 200, 200 million Something bottles like that. for 11 years yeah, right. to Amazing. people who are, which is great because right. those were before. It's And as some of the, the groups out there, mm-hmm. uh, the advocates, they say it's not quite enough, but it's a great start. Yeah. It is a great step. Great step. Yeah. It's right. a great exactly. step. And, and, you know, people may not realize that we already have had a system where people could do this. Definitely. Yeah. Gilead Definitely. does all already give out the right. medication yes. to right. people who are uninsured yeah. and have an income of less than about 62000 a year. Oh, wow. That's uh, pretty so reasonable. they've already yeah. been wow. doing that a lot of the people. beginning. I think right. what's yeah. different now is that these are going to be bottles distributed to certain clinics, um, <laughs> and they can give it out, or pharmacies will be able to sure. it. It's going to be much yeah. easier, and there's no income limitation. Yeah, exactly. So Which that's is great. one of the benefits. And yeah. all of these are just like steps all in the right direction. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exciting. I love that. I love seeing the the progress and the Gilead program I love the they already had one in there but 62,000 a year is different in New York than it is in you know Idaho you oh, know yeah. that yeah, that yeah. income goes a different oh, yeah. so I yeah. love this new no income uh, verification I mean not necessarily verification but no limit you mm-hmm. go in you can get it for free mm-hmm. um, if you're uninsured mm-hmm. amazing yeah. amazing yeah. that we're here so right. um, that's awesome that you know you've been a prep warrior for the beginning thank yeah you. Thank you for that right yeah. and thank still you. out there and it's still out there yeah 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 still out there because we still have more to do. Oh, there's so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I know there's the there's so many things we could talk about, so we should probably just start just with get what in. you want to talk yeah, let's about. Let's get into it. Um, well, I don't know because I don't believe in should. Oh, true. Oh, every time. Every time. Oh. Not really because every time I say it, I still have your voice in my head. <laughs> yeah. But I, then I'll say it. Yeah, yeah. I tell people about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it, I, I think it is such an exciting time. I just came from what's called the Biomedical Medi- uh, Bio- HIV Biomedical Prevention Summit, uh-huh. um, which is the fourth year that they've done this um, yeah. through an organization called NMAC. Yeah, and uh-huh. it's about 1,500 people, advocates, providers, yeah. nurses, yeah. getting together, talking about the latest information, talking about the science. And just trying to support each other in making these gains and keeping this progress going. And it is a really exciting time. You know, but it's still... It's both and at the same time. Yeah, of course. Sometimes when you work in this every day, it's easy to forget because we have setbacks. And the setbacks yeah. are HIV rates are still not dropping in this country. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the PrEP uptake is up, but it's primarily up in affluent white men. Right. And so oh, yeah. that's I'm an affluent white man, and I want everyone to use PrEP. But, yeah. you know, the point is it really is not getting into the mouths and the hands and the butts of yeah. the people or yeah. the communities that truly need it the most, most of which are located in the southern nine parts of the United States, the south and right. east. Right? Yeah. Right? That's where right. I think they came out. Of over half of new HIV diagnoses really? are in wow. these nine centered states in the United States, all in the south. Okay. Yeah. And people are not getting it there and not yeah. using it. And part of it is I was reading about like Mississippi. There's a lot of uh, things uh, done to make it harder. Yes. It's not as easy to access this. And so that's not helping these southern states. Right. Yeah. There are so many intrinsic barriers. Like you said, in yeah. L.A. or New York or any big yeah. city, you could pretty much walk down the street to the corner and get it or yeah. you know, have a pretty easy time getting it. Yeah. And a lot of these other places, it's so hard to yeah. find a health clinic that is not only 
readily accessible to you geographically, yeah. but has hours open that you can actually go to, yeah. which is very ah. hard to do if you're working nine to five exactly. Monday through Friday. And the yeah. only hours they're open is Monday through Friday. Right. Yeah. And then once you go, especially if you're of trans experience, if you're treated right. with disrespect, right. you're called the wrong gender pronoun, they yeah. call the wrong name when they mm. call you, you're treated with disdain by everybody when you walk in, you have to yeah. wait hours. And if you're five minutes late to your appointment, they're like, sorry, you have to reschedule. Which is ridiculous. These are yeah. all the multiple, just a, yeah. a few of the multiple barriers yeah. that stop people from being able to access PrEP. But, you know, this is why I recommend the telemedicine model. Yeah. Right? There's okay. any of these barriers. But a lot of yeah. people, again, they're just not getting that information. Sure. Like, they no. just don't know this. Sure. And do you think, I feel like uh, when it comes to media exposure and stories, we, we hear less about those mm -hmm. and more about, you know, like New York last year released such great numbers mm -hmm. but of course like we just talked about that's also new york yeah. where it's going to be a little better but of course numbers came down it was this big to do but then we're not talking about mississippi we're not talking about these other states where it's it's way more difficult to do this and maybe part of that is as a media we are not tipping the scales maybe in the way that it's going to be helpful well and and it's it's like in my opinion what we're seeing in terms of HIV in this country is a problem, but yeah. it's really such a symptom of such an intensely sex-negative culture and such Truly. a racist culture and transphobic right. and homophobic culture because right. you're constantly giving people directly and indirectly this message that you're not okay, you're not valuable, you're not beautiful, your life doesn't matter, your body doesn't exactly. matter, and so, you know, should intentional, you should not yeah. take care of yourself or you should put yourself in a situation that could be dangerous or you know just it doesn't matter your life yeah. doesn't matter so here we are with prep and we're saying your life does matter i take this blue pill every day yeah. as a way yeah. to say yeah. that my life matters my health matters and i'm going to do one thing that i can do every day to say that no matter what gets put in my body today that mm -hmm. hiv won't be one of them yeah um but that is sort of a mixed message with so much of the culture that we have which sure. reinforces this notion that you are bad you're wrong and especially i think that's especially intense in the south yes yeah. and so yes. we're really working not just against you know, we're not just talking about HIV prevention as a blue pill. We're talking about really going against some American norms. And I think mm -hmm. that's why we're running into these stumbling blocks so often. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we still more, that was the whole uh, mm -hmm. issue when it first came out was uh, yes. certain people were trying to moralize it. Yes. Yeah. Saying, well, if you take this, then you are you're a whore and you're yeah. doing things yeah. that we don't like that you're doing when it wasn't. Yeah. So they tried, like, that's why the whole... Uh, uh, slut thing for became do it for pride. Are you wearing it? What? I yes. love it. Yes. yes. Sexually liberated using Truvada. That's my acronym. So Sexually liberated using Truvada. I'm wearing a t-shirt right yes. now. Love it. Yes. And, that's, yes. and that was the exact thing <laughs> yes. because yes. Uh, it became branding people as this negative right. connotation right. because of what you just said, which yes. is the sex negative mm -hmm. culture that we live mm -hmm. in. Right. Now, yes. now, for me, I mean, that is something as I do is kind of take these terms like whore yeah. or slut yeah. and turn something mm -hmm. negative or pejorative into something positive and fun and empowering. Reclaim but them. I do that from yeah. a place of privilege. Right. Yeah. I mean, right, people right, say right, I was right. courageous for talking about prep in 2012. I didn't really see it that way yeah. because I really didn't have much to lose. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my private practice, I'm a psychotherapist in Manhattan, and mm -hmm. really all I had to do was to gain from the experience of being able to speak on a more public forum. Sure. And it was a really great way of marketing my practice and I'm really proud yeah, of that. But I right. wasn't in a community where I could be um, brutalized or traumatized or, yeah. or rejected yeah. by my family or yeah. by potential partners by going public.
public about using prep. Right. I didn't have to get called these names in a serious way. I mean, right. not like you know, walking down the street. Yeah. And there are lots of areas in the United States where if you talk about being on prep, much less being HIV positive, yes. you are going yes. to be at risk of being called names or yeah. abused, or you know, if you're living with HIV, um, being criminalized. And yeah. yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's horrible. You know, so I do what I do, and I'm very well aware of the context within which I do it. And at the same time, I like to have fun, and I like, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. to be playful when I talk about yeah. this stuff. Because I do think that all in all, this is really, really good news. Yeah. Um, I'm just seeing now, you know, sort of the timeline in recent years of saying, okay, wonderful. It's getting out in New York City, like you said, right. LA, mm -hmm. Chicago, mm -hmm. Seattle. Um, I don't know about Spokane, but yeah, all the right. cities sure. where we're seeing HIV rates plummet. Sure. Yeah. Still not happening at the same rate in communities where people, right. Right. Uh, where there is still such a, an institutional systemic history of slavery and racism. Yeah, yeah. And completely. Violence. Completely. And, you know, we talk about HIV laws. Yeah. They are only, even though pretty much every state in the United States has something on the books yeah. that could put people living with HIV at risk of being criminalized yep. and penalized, the only states or the only people this is informed against are young men of color. Yes. Right? And so, right. again, we're still in the same place in the United States. Yeah. 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 Well, it's and like, this is all happening, especially in the larger context of the, the, the president and, and yes. the, yeah. you know, yes. what the behavior Completely. that is being enabled and supported right. systemically. And so yeah. how do we end an epidemic in the middle of all this? Well, I don't know. I yeah. just know uh -huh. that I'm running around with my sweatshirts, yeah. and, you know, my positive messages and just try to help people sure. learn and feel yeah. empowered about sure. whatever decisions they yeah. choose to make. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, it, it's such a big puzzle. It's such a huge task to accomplish, but we can't do it if we're not uh, optimistic that we're going to achieve it. You know, if we sit down and say, well, we'll never, we're never going to get it, but we won't, you know, yeah, you have right. to do that. So what is, uh, when you do go to a, a place in the South where some of those states and cities don't have an LGBT center within a hundred mile radius, you know, mm -hmm. they don't, people don't have access. How do you go in there to change hearts and minds um, in terms of prep, in terms of slut shaming, in terms of, you know, HIV positivity even. Well, when speaking, especially yeah. in a part of this country and a culture that I didn't really grow up with because I grew right. up here in L.A. and right. I live sure. in New York. So I don't fully comprehend or grasp the nuances of the culture yeah. that is so inherently and perpetually sex negative and racist right. in such an obvious direct way. Right. But so when I get asked that, I'm, I say, well, Basically, if I get the opportunity and the privilege to go to a place mm -hmm. where there are young men of color who might be interested or open to this message, what I first would do is not say a whole lot, which, as you know, is kind of crazy because you usually hear me blabbing nonsense. <laughs> but what I will do more is listen because uh. I'm interested in knowing for you what are your values, what yeah. are your dreams, yeah. what are your goals, what are your hopes, and does PrEP fit into your framework, not mine? Yeah, it's not about right. what I want. It's it's never about should. Yeah. It's about saying, right. does this matter to you? Does this fit in your framework for how you want your life to be, the kind of quality and quantity of life you see for yourself? And sure. if so, how do we go forward and have a conversation about that? And how mm. can I help you? Yeah. And so that's where I go with yeah. that. You know, I'm a 48-year-old white guy of a fair amount of privilege. So it is totally, not like totally. I'm going to walk into a bar in Jackson, Mississippi and yeah. have a whole lot of impact. Right. But if I ever right. do get that chance, what I do want to do is listen. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's really, sadly, level one. Yeah. No. Because now they're like, yes, this is. And then you have to figure out, well, how they have to think, how do I connect mm -hmm. now? Because then you're dealing with all of that. You know, and so it's it's this 
so many layers to this issue mm-hmm. yeah. that mm-hmm. we're dealing and with, we and that's the hard part. It, the uptake yeah. has been so slow. Well, right. and I find it interesting, uh, you know, back when we were living in Washington, Jay Inslee, of course, did his, and many states did their ending uh, by 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, Indeed, it's got, even though some mm-hmm. states have gotten super close, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know I was reading in some of the articles <laughs> where now uh, Trump administration has taken on, although I don't think it has much to do with him, but uh, taken on the 2030 yeah. is now because, you know, not going to make 2020. And, and now the big thing I see in all the articles is that he cares and that it's going to be a thing. But it is a an oxymoron. It's a, it's a, the, the the two stories that we get are not, they don't coincide. So it's great that someone's thinking, mm-hmm. but I mean, but the 20, now we're looking at 2030. That can be disheartening uh, to, to go, we had this goal mm-hmm. and we're still obviously so far from this goal. Well, here's the, okay, uh, here's the optimistic part. Yeah, of course. Is that, you know, all of these plans, as long as I have been working in this field, which is since 1991, we've always had uh, the, the, the slogans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We've yeah, never yeah. really yeah. had the tools. Right. Now we really yeah. do have the tools. And right. I don't think Trump gives a shit about HIV or AIDS or anything no, or anyone. No, but no. he does have people working at the um, Human Health Services, exactly, yeah. and he hasn't really touched that group. So there's sure. really good people working there that were working there during right. the Obama administration, mm-hmm. he hasn't really messed with that in a significant way. Right. And so they're the ones who are coming up with these well-thought-out, intelligent, thoughtful policies yeah. that really could, if they were implemented, yeah. and if there was political and financial will, really could get us pretty close by 2030 to see right. the end of this epidemic if there was, and that's a big if, political and financial will to do that sure. on all levels. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think, I know that there's amazing people working at that level, at the CDC level right. Um, right. and really admirable people fighting for these this kind of services. So yeah. I, I do think it's feasible, but I still think that it's it's really it's we're not going to see the end of HIV first of all if it's only white people getting treatment and prevention yeah, and if we're completely um, disregarding the impact of systemic racism in this yeah. country. Yeah. yeah. And that's a that's a question that is deep rooted within our culture as a country yeah. because yes. that involves racism, justice, that, uh, I mean it's it's all of these things. Um, I was reading through what the whole plan for uh, end AIDS 2030, which is reducing HIV infections by 90%. Mm-hmm. But part of that I noticed was uh, uh, diagnosing 95% of infected people. Mm-hmm. What, so my question to that is, is there a large problem with uh, a diagnosing people who are infected with HIV? And how do we deal with that? And how does that impact um, the result? Well, if you think about... Mm-hmm. If you are a young man of color living in the South and you could be put in prison if there's some sort of document out there which Mm -hmm. shows that you know you're Mm -hmm. HIV positive and even touched someone or had any sex, doesn't matter if it's protected, doesn't matter if it's condom, doesn't matter if it's prep, but if you have had sex with someone who is HIV Mm -hmm. negative that you could be put in jail or at least having to go to trial for this. Yeah. Why in the world would you bother sure, to right? find sure. out that exactly. you're living with HIV? Why would uh, you bother There's that this? doctor in uh, New York, and hold on, I have you here, and he, he is a big proponent of... What's it called? It's a way where it takes away the when you go in, you have to have it. Yes. Where it treats Dimitri a, Daskalakis. Yeah. Status yes. neutral care. Yeah. Status yes. neutral care, which is what Dimitri. he, yeah. right? That, so talk to us. That's a, it was a new concept when I read it, even yeah. though I know he's been kind of working on that. Talk to us about what that is. And is that, do I understand enough to know that mm-hmm. that might be helpful? Mm-hmm. 
in those communities. So so I love Dimitri, and, and Dimitri really represents the very, very best of New York City's mm-hmm. um, values and why we do, why we're seeing these precipitous drops, because he makes, he's so sex positive. Yeah. And he is so loving and smart and yeah. constructive and so creative in terms of normalizing the status-neutral idea. And the status-neutral idea, um, it, it, you know, it's, he's not the only one who has said this, but he's really okay. the one who has implemented this, that... What we want to do is get as many people tested as possible. Right. Testing is for all people, all genders, all ages, whether mm-hmm. you're a married woman in the mm-hmm. suburbs mm-hmm. or a right. slut getting fucked in the back alley. Right. Exactly. Everybody gets offered HIV testing at every medical visit or at yeah. least once or twice it's a year. Opt out yeah. testing right. instead yeah. of opt yeah. in. That's right. what it right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Exactly. So we yeah. do that and we normalize that. And yeah. We right. say this is just a regular thing like checking your cholesterol or sure. checking your blood pressure, right. or whatever. Yeah. If you're living with HIV, we say, okay, great. Yeah. Wonderful. And yeah. wonderful because with the advances in medications today, yes. there is no reason to believe that your life expectancy exactly. is going to be any less or that your health issues are going to be significantly less right. than someone who is not living with HIV. You're living with HIV. You are a beautiful, wonderful human being, and you yeah. deserve the very best of love and health and all yeah. these wonderful things in life. So here's what we're going to do. Right. We're going to help you get to services. We're going to start you, if possible, the same day to right. get you on a medication which is likely to be uh, the same medication you'd be taking for prep anyway maybe yeah. plus one or two others yeah and get you started and help you and give you services and if you needed housing and mental health and all right. these other support services yeah. that you would need in order to thrive with HIV right and if you're HIV negative great wonderful you're a beautiful human being that does not increase nor diminish your value right. to be HIV negative uh, but if you might be at risk of acquiring HIV and that is something you don't want to do here is prep and we're yeah, gonna yeah. give you a bottle right now yeah, yeah. and we're gonna give you 30 days so you have time to go get your labs and go get right. started and go to your doctor or go to this clinic and go ahead and continue or go to the telemedicine services and right. continue your journey on being HIV negative and being a healthy happy person while you're using this daily pill to prevent HIV all of which is the same outcome you are beautiful you are valuable you yes. are lovely and you yes. deserve love and happiness and health yeah. and play in your life whether you're HIV positive or negative it's all neutral and we know again today, either one of those options pretty much today have the life expectancy, all things being equal, yeah. having the same. So yeah. that is Dimitri's vision, and he has yeah. executed that brilliantly. Um, but we're also talking about status neutral in a city that is more inclined right. yes. to be status exactly. neutral. Yes. Um, and again, this is why I the, the we don't see status neutral in, in areas of the South exactly. or in a lot of areas that are not major metropolitan well, areas. In the opt-in, opt-out, which was what we called it in the Spokane days, I remember even that was a hot button yeah, issue because doctors were like, oh, well, you? that, how yeah, and patients are getting, it's so interesting that it is so linked to how we view morals, mm-hmm. how we, when it should be as simple as what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. to re- it's it should be as simple as saying, "Oh, well, we noticed your sugars are high. They've been high. You're diabetic. Let's totally. put you on some medication." Totally. It's the same thing. Yep. Is we're just addressing something your body's going through, but we can't seem mm-hmm. to get past, right? You know what we think or what we were 
were taught. Right. And you when know? you look at the trajectory of birth control pills in this right. country, totally. we can see a similar path. Totally. That for the first Very 10 much. years that birth control pills were available, women yeah. in this country were sort of hesitant mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not really inclined to use it. And if they yeah. did use it, were likely to be called a horrible name, yeah. a slut, a whore, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it really wasn't until the feminist movement adopted this as a political right. issue in the 70s yep. that it became so normalized. Um, and yeah. of course, there's still struggles with women being able to get it and use it there and, is. and get supported yeah. for that today. Yeah. So I, I think with PrEP, I think we're likely at some point to see a same trajectory. Yeah. Um, and I think in b- these blue states we already, or these little cities we already right. have, it's like PrEP is not just about my body. It's a political issue. Right. Yeah. I have yeah. a totally. right to protect my body, and mm-hmm. I have a right to have the kind of sex and relationships that I yeah. want to have with how many people I want to have it with. Exactly. And yeah. no one should... Right. Sorry. <laughs> and no one uh, has the right to choose those things yes. for me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one yeah. has. No man, no woman, right. yeah, no exactly. president, no orange thing has a right to tell <laughs> right, me what exactly. I can and can't do exactly. with my body. The options right. are available, yes. and then that's up mm-hmm. to me. Yes. Not up to yeah. a stranger yes. or someone outside of my, yeah. myself. So, it, so yeah, I want to yeah. ask you, I'm going to start uh, with you and yeah. ask you the same question. Do you feel like using PrEP has changed the, the quality of your life or your emotional life? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's quality of life yes quality of sexual life Uh absolutely absolutely i think um you know that there was a time before prep where you kind of you know okay sure used a condom maybe you didn't maybe you don't feel it's safe right now maybe you're still you know the the moment you go to to get tested you're like oh do i have hiv or not that moment is gone you know you don't have that anymore you feel free and, and and liberated really like slut like sexually liberated uh on uh, using prep great Love it. It's yes. awesome. It feels like everyone should have this freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. But I wish they did. Yeah. And everybody does if they yeah. know it. If, if, if they, 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 exactly. Yeah. What do you exactly. think, darling? I had a lot of fear mm-hmm. around sex for most of my mm-hmm. life because, uh-huh. of course, I grew up in a religious household and sex was bad and all of these things. But it also became this overall terrified. Mm-hmm. And I, my very first boyfriend, serious boyfriend, was HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved him, and it was all, but I, I remember we broke up, and I had to get tested, and it mm. was mortifying. Because back then, there weren't these things, but I remember getting on prep for the first time, yeah. and the freedom right. with, which, right. with which just to be a regular human being that had sexual needs, and, yeah. and that was a whole new world. Like, I never went through quote unquote the slut phase in my 20s because I was mortified so I just did it later mm-hmm. but it's because it, it it allowed a non-judgmental for yourself uh-huh. you know what I mean that you're not judging yourself to go out and have just a good time and to meet people and not to put the boundaries of oh you're HIV positive do I yeah. need to think different yeah. things uh, all those things and that that it was a very it was a game changer I think and should you know, <laughs> Damon, Damon, Damon you're going to have to give me right? But it's a, it is definitely a game changer in the way we look yeah. at just who we are as human beings. It takes away some of the shame yeah. that mm-hmm. we have learned mm-hmm. through the years. Yeah. Yeah. So what I hear you both describing is what so many people on PrEP find is liberation, a new world, free of fear, and that yeah. directly impacts our emotional health and well-being Huge. and sense of joy yeah. and it, what yeah. we call agency in the sure. therapy world, a sure. sense of control over what happens to me and my body on a daily basis. None of us have full control, mm-hmm. but this is one thing that a lot of us felt like we were really vulnerable to or didn't have yes. control of for many decades and that now we do. Yeah. That is, to me, a 
direct example of how closely linked mental health and emotion and sexual health are. Huge. Absolutely. And okay. even in, back okay. in the seventies, the World Health Organization had a statement about this uh-huh. um, that they kind of reclaimed in two thousand six. Is that mental health and sexual health are inextricably, inextricably linked? Um, that everyone okay. has a right to pursue sexual encounters free of disease, violence, and coercion. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. And that's that is beautiful. directly part of the meaningful part of living in this world. And yeah. I just think, you know, there's so many things happening in this world, and there's so much pain, and hopefully there's not going to be a lot more over the next four years, five years. Yeah. But we are living in very difficult times. It is mm-hmm. important perhaps now more than ever, that we Definitely. take the joy where we can get it. Exactly. That we have meaningful, oxytocin-based, pleasurable experiences and connections mm-hmm. where we can get them. Because, you know, yeah. whether it's today yeah. or whether... You know, and I thought the same thing under the Obama right. administration. I just yeah. never really... But we didn't really have the direness of, yeah. of the situation. Where yeah, it, sure, sure. But that connection touch consent right. play right. is exactly. meaningful it is relevant and we all human beings need mm. to be have that accessible whether we take advantage of that or not whether we yeah. use that or yeah. not but to know that we can pursue sexual encounters free of disease yeah. coercion yeah. and violence that's yeah. amazing yeah i think it's hard for a lot of people to connect that with mental health. I think for me, it was really hard for a while to connect sexual health with mental health Mm -hmm. and with that because I think, you know, sex is one of those things in this world where if you tell someone, oh, well, I go play golf three times a week, they're like, oh my God, you're a great golf player. But if you say, I go have sex three times a week, they're like, well, you're a fucking slut. You know, that's that's the thing. And it's it's so... Wouldn't it be great if they just said, oh, you're good at sex. You must (laughs) be a great sexer. Uh Yes, I am. Thank you. And and that is the culture now of New York City. Dimitri Daskalakis. Right. If you walk into a sexual health clinic yeah. um, because you're got something burning, itching, or twitching down there, and yeah. you say, I had 16 partners come in my ass last night, they're going to say, okay, yeah. how was that for you? Yeah. Right. Um, do you Was any of that without your consent? Is there yeah. anything you need? Uh, and okay, yeah. now right. let's swab your butt and see what right. we can do to right. help you. Yeah. And it's a very different mentality. Definitely. One that really celebrates the body, the mind, the spirit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's well, I think the health industry, I love that. The health industry could use that. You know, unless you go into an LGBT clinic or some of the, the more progressive ones, a lot of the times it is that. It's yeah. the, oh, well, four times, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so the, four the times is a lot, a little bit. You know, right. the judgment, mm. yeah. The judgment, so it, the shame, the morality. Exactly. And, and, you know, again, especially for it's women who, who yeah. would walk True. into a clinic asking True. for birth control. Right. And again, that's not, I think that's changed a lot. And yeah. I know yeah. in a Planned Parenthood or yeah. any main uh, liberal clinic that would not happen. Yeah. Right. But it still can happen. And yeah, definitely. We're vulnerable. When we yes. go to seek help or services yeah. from an authority figure, we're vulnerable to yes. that. Definitely. Yeah. In this world, it's it's this given, and I don't know how it's wired in, but we will trust mm-hmm. beyond earning trust. We will trust our therapists. We mm-hmm. will trust our clergy. And we'll trust our doctors. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't earn it, or even if there's no reason to do that, we automatically give so much. Well, the thing that that tells me is, well, then let's give the tools to make that the majority of the time that you can trust those people. Yeah you know, then then get hurt. And the problem is when, in my experience, when religion becomes anywhere near a part of any of that mm-hmm. is when things begin to kind of unravel. Well, yeah. traditional religions, yeah. and, and in my opinion, 
are are not really about a, an, an authentic, joyful relationship with a higher power, with God. Yes. Right. Yes. They seem to be in this country very much about spreading fear and should control. and, should. and yeah. control and controlling yeah. people's minds and bodies and yeah. spirits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think spirituality is much exactly. more of like, well, this is what I do to connect with God. Yeah. And yeah. it's there whether you agree with me or not or yeah. whether you're doing this alone or with a group of people. Yeah. It's not contingent yeah. on groupthink or conformity. Right. right, but this is where I think in the U.S. we we get these things twisted between religion and right. spirituality, and I think a lot of people miss out for that because yeah. they do think spirituality or connection with a higher power is in you know yet another thing um, yeah. that can get us through some very very painful yeah. uh, you know circumstances. Definitely. Yeah, and if people are totally cut off to that because they've been bruised mm. or scarred by mm. uh, you know religious abuses, then yeah. they might be missing out on something. Yeah, because that's a intensely personal and often joyful thing to be connected in a spiritual way mm-hmm. to whatever mm-hmm. whatever you call it, whatever higher power who, what nature any of it mm-hmm. um i i love that because so many people especially in our community the lgbt community get bruised by that yes. by religion yeah you know it's 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 not easy yes. so that's yeah look at this liberated in every way Sex, this is it. God, and yeah. well, we talked about Stevie Nicks earlier. Right, we did. So we, we got, got that. We got that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. we're on yeah. <laughs> such on track here. Yeah, such I know. Now, you know, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, you know, and and again, to me, sexual health and spiritual health are very much aligned as well. Definitely, uh, Definitely. because to me, this idea, and this is just me. I'm not saying anyone has to agree with this, but this idea of of um, an energy, mm-hmm. an essence that we carry, which mm-hmm. I would call God, or that's something I feel comfortable with, yeah. Yeah. is is in, it's not this entity sitting in a cloud like Santa right. Claus. Right. It's in yeah. you. It's in you. It's in me. Right. It's in Stevie Nicks. Um, it's <laughs> in all of us. <laughs> yes, Stevie and Nicks. And what we're here to do in this human form mm-hmm. and these temporary Mm -hmm. bodies that we have is to increase and enhance that experience by seeing that in each other and meeting that in each other and enhancing that both within ourselves and in our communities. And I think sexuality is one of the ways that we can do that if we're mindfully using it for that purpose. Again, I think not a lot of people, and especially gay people, often use it to say, um, I want to have sex Mm -hmm. because I feel empty today, because I feel ugly today, because I feel bad about myself, and if I can just get somebody's attention, maybe I'll feel like I'm a worthwhile person. And and to me, that's not necessarily um, a relationship to sexuality that leads one to a lot of health and abundance and joy. Yeah. Sure. I think it kind of works the other way around. Right. We do the work we need to do to be in touch with the God in ourselves, the God yeah. in the universe, yeah. and then we bring that to whatever sexual encounters that we choose to have yeah. with another person. So whether it's just a hookup mm-hmm. or a cum mm-hmm. dump, or whether it's a long-term, yeah. intense relationship that's even you know with one person over a period of time, that we yeah. always want to bring the spirituality to it. Because that's really, for me, what makes it enhanced and yeah. meaningful. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you ever see the movie, either one of you, Jeffrey? Old movie back mm-hmm. in the day. I remember walking yeah. out of the theater. Really? Yeah. I just I remember was, one oh, line. Oh, I couldn't stand him. One line Stephen Weber says in there, and he yeah. says, if God has given us this innate ability to experience joy, why are we so afraid of it? Mm-hmm. And he was okay. talking about sex. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. was like, why? Because I, I, try and like to envision life as a holistic thing and I believe all of it is beautiful and you can't deny that sex is part of the whole you know what I mean and it's to deny it is to find a lack and to you know what I mean so it's this thing you have to learn I did 
how to celebrate it instead of lessen it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or say it's, it's quote, should not be yeah, part yeah. of who I am. Yes. Or disavow yes. that yes. Um, from who you are in your essence. I, you know, maybe, did he say that? I left after the first half of the movie. Oh, Because I just, it was so, in my mind, the movie was just so whiny. And Michael T. Weiss <laughs> yeah. is so hot. Oh, and he was, yeah. he, and he did not oh, shave I his chest on when he was on Days of My Lives for five T. years. Weiss. Yes, yes, uh, But then he yes. after that. But it was yeah. like, who wouldn't bow down for Michael T. Weiss? But yeah. the whole thing was like, oh, well, he has AIDS, so I can't have sex with him. And yeah. So whiny. So I like, yeah, I, like, I, can't I will say whatever. you know it was based off a play. <laughs> right, right. So the ending <laughs> yeah. is better than the beginning. Okay, and the ending is beautiful. <laughs> and no, it was in the second half, and it's when yeah. he's finally struggling with this. I like sex. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. How I'm told I can't like this, and how do I struggle with this and make it okay inside me? And I appreciated the struggle. I mean, as a young little Christian boy, yeah. and it was an interesting thing. But that line is stuck with me. All these years, what, 20 years, uh, that line of, you know, the, it was a line of celebration of something that our bodies are able to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, that is not something in our culture that we celebrate mm-hmm. at all. No. Well, and, and you know, my, 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 one of the, my gods, Dolly Parton, who's, Hello! by the way, whose podcast I was listening to coming over here. Oh, so yes. Stay calm. yes. <laughs> oh, right. Um, but she said, not in this podcast, but she says in her book, My Life and Other Unfinished Business, God wouldn't have given us these bodies. We weren't meant to do something That's with them. right. Yes. yes. You know, right. and she's, Always, you know, she grew up in a religious world, yeah, but she did. always, at a young age, had an ins, um, an inherent sense of yeah. recognizing mm-hmm. her sexuality mm-hmm. in a yeah. healthy way, yeah. even though she was not living in a community that recognized that in women. Yeah. And, and she's always carried yeah. that. And yeah. she's able to have that yin and yang in her life yeah. of the religion and the respect with the, hey, this is a beautiful thing and we're right. having fun. It's like I my think relationship that's to God is my relationship with God. Yeah. And God tells me to celebrate my body. I'm going to do that. Right. Dolly, exactly. They don't her. have to take away from one another. Yeah. Uh, they are not exactly. mutually exclusive. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to bring it back a little bit to a few news stories we heard a little bit um, as we kind of are in, in our last little bit here. Uh, there was a news story a little bit ago about a new HIV strain. And um, it, it's one of those things where I read into it and a lot of people are freaking out. But the more I read, the more I was like, this happens. This happens with viruses and it's not a big deal. What's what's our take from 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 okay. you? I'm not the best expert on this, but it sure. was talked about in my sure. group. And by yeah. the way, the group right. that I run that I'm on every single day is called Prep Facts, Rethinking yes. HIV Prevention and Sex on Facebook. And we yes. did talk about it there. And I didn't even get too much into it because I was bored already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? okay. and, and the reason I'm saying that is just because it's not a new strain. Right. This is some, okay. you know, it's like some recognizing that there are uh-huh. different strains out there and different strains sometimes need more treatment or different treatment than others. Right. But it's not like this super mega right. resistant virus is right. emerging out there that's making people immune to the current um, body yeah. of drugs that we have. Right. Every few months we get these headlines that predict the worst case scenario. And I've been hearing this since the treatment meds started in 96, that we were going to have a super bug that right. was going to emerge yeah. and it was going to be this fear resistant strain that was totally you couldn't treat it and it was going to be awful and it was going to kill people again mm-hmm. like the 80s that yeah. hasn't happened law and order even did an episode about this in 2005 oh my god um, really if wow. you go in the archives there's an svu episode <laughs> oh, okay where okay. um this guy kills his lover because he gave him this super bug resistant strain and then there's this whole act up thing that gets involved and and it's wow. really really horrible it's, yeah. I love yeah. SVU, yeah. but this is a yeah. horrible, yeah. horrible Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, the, but you could see in 2005, that is what they were predicting, mm-hmm. or the catastrophic outcome would be this. And it hasn't happened. With the current body of medications, yeah. we don't anticipate it's going to happen. Right. And so I really, again, 
encourage people to read the headlines, but then right. actually Google research or research or see yeah. what people are actually saying. And if you're not sure, come to Prep Facts, Rethinking HIV Prevention and Sex, because yeah. that is where we have a lot of research and scientists that are actually saying, this is what the this headline is, is okay. saying, yeah. but this is the reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, is, what is that? One more time. What is that place they Prep can go to? Facts. So Prep Facts. Facts, great. F8, like the word fact, yeah. not facts like the thing you used not to the send facts. people in the yeah. 90s, yeah. Yeah. but the facts, Prep <laughs> Facts, Rethinking HIV Prevention and Sex. Great. Mm-hmm. And it is a closed group, so you have sometimes have to do a little searching uh-huh. to find it, but mm-hmm. we're there. And, um, you know, we're talking about these issues 24-7. Yeah. We have been for six and a half years now. We have 21,400-something members. Wow. And we're really dedicated to helping people learn accurate facts and science, even Amazing. when media um, exaggerates yes, catastrophic exactly. outcomes. I think you were mentioning way back at the yeah. top of the hour that uh, uh, some broken parts of media. And this yeah, is definitely. One of this them, is, yeah. Because it's a rumor that gets... Mm-hmm. Recirculated, and then becomes clickbait. Yeah, with, uh, with the headline, and then people, because I noticed people in my office start talking about it. Exactly, and exactly. it's like, exactly. wow, this is where we're having that. But two yeah. other stories you and I were interested mm-hmm. in that have also been, which in the whole HIV epidemic, kind of come to the surface and They're go down, come there. to the surface, come exactly. down. Exactly, are the two things we're always asking about, which is vaccine and cure. Mm-hmm. Where so I think, and I was trying to find. I realized today, speaking mm-hmm. of that, I was trying to find the original story on the vaccine, mm-hmm. which I swore I had heard, you know, two months ago or something. I couldn't find it. So, what can you tell us? So, I can say again, I see these headlines every few months. Right, the right. cure is around the corner, the vaccine yeah, is yeah, around yeah. the right. corner. It's yeah. not accurate, it's not yeah. medically accurate. What is accurate is that there is a lot of science, there is a lot of research, mm-hmm. there are very wonderful, dedicated people constantly yeah. looking for this. But even if today we found a possible cure or a possible vaccine, there is a protocol by which they must test these things in phase one, phase two, phase three trials. And for every one of those phases, you need funding, you need volunteers, you need analysis. It's a a very tedious process, but all of that is meant to exist so that once we actually have a vaccine or a cure and or a cure, that Mm -hmm. they will be for real and that people won't be harmed by using them. So we are likely, even if we found something today, it is likely it would still be a decade before consumers could get their hands sure. on yeah. And right. so I'm, I think it will happen someday. Yeah. Um, but we're not there tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so again, just, you know, sometimes these yeah. headlines are like, vaccine is coming. Okay, yes. but if you actually read the article, they're saying, yeah. we may have found something in right. monkeys. Yeah. And yeah. if exactly. it turns out we did find something exactly. in monkeys, yeah. Yeah. we're going to yeah. start to yeah. find a protocol for a phase one trial Great. so we can see if it's not exactly. going to kill humans. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah, yeah. story, I think, had to do with a Boston University with the antibodies. Yeah. The antibodies. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. again, yeah. is like yeah. you're yeah. saying, that's right. going right. to be, uh, right. yeah, it's going right. to be a long time see, future. And this is just what we're doing to yes. I see. And this is why I appreciate when we have these conversations and the prep packs is because as sexy of a headline as that. That is that it's coming tomorrow. The facts are it's a daily process that people are doing science and research and we're heading that way, but it's not going to come now. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now tomorrow. I have to go uh, and cancel good. my appointment for tomorrow, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And, and the, All right. again, the blessing of where we're at now mm-hmm. is that we do we have, have so many things yeah. now right. today. We have PrEP. There was a new drug just approved October 3rd uh-huh. called Descovy. Now, yeah, there's heard about controversy yes. around Drew that. But the point this. is, mm-hmm. there's two. Now, there were, yes. For many yeah. years, there was one. Yes. Now we have two. Now we have That's two. great. 
we know, and it has been verified over and over and tested over and over, that if someone's living with HIV and they have an undetectable yep. viral load, they sexually cannot transmit exactly. HIV to their partners. That is starting to get out there more. That is starting to become yes. more the norm. Yes. Um, our CDC has acknowledged that sort of loosely for the first yeah. time in the fall of 2017, but came out with a very strong statement in the summer of 2019. Great. Um, is saying this is absolutely correct science. Yes. Undetectable is untransmittable. Right. U equals U. And when we say undetectable, we're not saying zero. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is where people yeah. misunderstand. Yes. We're yes. saying yes. undetectable means someone living with HIV has less than 200 copies exactly. of the virus present in their blood, in their semen right. or yeah. vaginal fluids. Right. And so when that person has under 200 copies, they cannot sexually transmit um, to another person. And they probably can't do it other ways. We just don't have the science as, sure. as, you know, as solid. Sure. There's right. still a lot of science about can a mother who is undetectable mm. um, transmit HIV to a newborn infant? Right. And because it may have happened once in 38 years, we can't absolutely say 100%. Sure. Yeah, sure. Exactly. But yeah. they're still yeah. doing research yeah. to, to, to yeah. see right. that. Right. And that's not the common way to transmit HIV in the first place. Right. So that's kind of less of the focus. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, and that makes sense. So we have these methods now. Yeah. This is why I'm optimistic right. about that 2030 plan right. now. This is why in New York City, we are still on, on board with our 2020 plan yeah. Yeah. from yeah. seven years ago. Great. Yeah. And it doesn't mean nobody will ever test positive ever again for HIV. It means yeah. they want to get to below 750 new diagnoses yeah. in the state of New York. Sure by the exactly. year 2020, sure. and it is possible yeah. we may get there or somewhere close to there. But yeah. the whole point is that, you know, because right. of the interventions we have today, right. because of PrEP and U equals U and mm -hmm. non-stigmatizing mm -hmm. status-neutral testing and treatment, yeah. we are seeing these numbers drop so well, quick. And something yes. that you mentioned uh, earlier in the conversation is also helping, and I was reading that about New York, which mm -hmm. is finances met with leadership, yeah. and those two together also uh -huh. helped a great deal, and we need that as well in these other communities. Yeah. Right. We need yeah. political will. Yeah. We need financial yeah. will. Yeah. And we need people who aren't super afraid of sex. Yeah. Right. To yes. be in, in right. control. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. And this has been my, uh, being a, a young church boy, it has been my opinion that even if the more you allow yourself shame for sex, the more it just manifests in different ways that yeah. gets a little dark and twisty mm -hmm. for some of us. And so it's healthier just to find your relationship and understand it. Mm -hmm. And you know yeah. what I mean? But I've, yeah, I, I know that a lot. And I'm For still sure. learning this. I mean, I'm not For trying sure. to say, you know, I'm 48 years old, and every sexual encounter, every intimate, vulnerable sexual mm -hmm. encounter was filled with fear until eight years ago, until I started using PrEP in 2011. Right. I'm still measuring the impact of that. And I just talked about this at the conference I was just at. Yeah. Um, I still don't even fully grasp the, yeah. the the trauma of two decades of AIDS yeah. and losing so many people to AIDS. Yeah. Like, I'm still just, like, eight years after not being afraid of HIV for myself, I'm right. still like, like, wait, that wasn't normal. That, that yeah, yeah. In the span of humanity, <laughs> when you're in your 20s, losing friends yeah. like this wasn't not normal. Absolutely. It was normal for me and for this community, but it wasn't... That is not healthy. Yeah. Right. And I'm no still living with this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still yeah. learning this and yeah. learning what it means to get a little space from this. Uh -huh. Yeah. But this idea that sexuality is completely connected to fear and disease, I'm still sure undoing that. Right. And yeah. I probably will always be undoing that in yeah. a way. I think yeah. my entire life. That's yeah. I just realized that recently. I don't think I'm ever going to be without this. Sure. It was so hardwired because the trauma yeah. was from day so, one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a difficult thing to rewire. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
So, you know, it's like we're in this together. I'm still yeah, learning. Yeah. We're still unpacking well, that's this. It. But it's these glimpses that's of it. saying, okay, that's I'm it. willing to learn. I'm willing to think of this differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When there's fear or trepidation, I'm willing to kind of think through it yes. rationally, medically, scientifically, yes. and maybe push through that to get to the greater outcome, yeah. which yeah. is saying, okay, even if I'm nervous about sex right now, if it feels yeah. right, I'm still going to go ahead anyway. And right. maybe have a very, very right. positive experience, which is yeah. going to help me change. Yeah. You know, someone was recently saying to me, it's like, well, how do I change it? I understand what you're saying scientifically. I understand medicine. Right. I have no doubt about the medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm right. still afraid of yeah. sex. The emotions And I'm are like, well, there. classic behavioral therapy, baby, is exposure therapy. Yeah. You just, there's one wow. thing we could talk Go about do it, it. And talk about it. But yeah. you're really not going to experience yeah. relief That's from it. fear until That's you do it. it. That's exactly. it. Go out yeah. there, exactly. get on your knees, and do it. Yeah. yeah. That was the best advice I've ever heard. Exactly. It's a really fun solution because you just have to have more sex. You just have to fuck a lot. And we love that. You and Dr. Ruth. Yeah. I mean, you're at it. And think about anything we do for pleasure, whether it's sure. golf or sports or basketball yeah. or, or food. Right. Yeah. The only way you ever find yeah. what you like or what you don't like or what you're good at or what you're exactly. not good at is to doing experiment. It. Yeah. Have some good experiences yeah. and yeah. also have some bad experiences. Yeah, but that's Life's part of it. Yeah. This is what I'm going to learn yeah. from Totally. Life's a buffet, totally. baby. you yeah. got to test it. you, you got to taste yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you go, man. That's exactly right. I love that. But, yeah. but again, so what if we accepted that mm. and said for everyone has the right to explore their sexuality in a proactive, responsible, empowered way, whether that's abstinence, whether that's monogamy, whether that's yeah. fucking everything that moves yeah, yeah. Um, in a Up consensual way. Um, yeah, yeah. That right. is, you know, to, to, yes. to have respect yes. for that the way we do with sports. Yeah. The way yeah. we do with food. Movies. The way Whatever. we do with yeah. any of life's yeah. pleasures right. that exist on a sensory level yeah. that make this experience of living in this fucking ass painful world a yeah. little better and meaningful. Yeah. For real. For Amazing. Real. That's, that's what I'm and I'm sticking to it. I love it. We yeah, accept and it's always we fun promote when it. you're here. Yes. Uh, also, I get I, I learn so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's always I know. <laughs> like, oh I know. wait, I love actors, but this is good for my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is an episode I love to re-listen to a few times, you know, yeah. to be like, oh wait, what did I miss? Okay, yeah. I missed that. That's a good so one. So we're gonna yeah. make you repeat <laughs> something you've repeated 80 times. Yes. So please tell people again. Go to Facebook. Yeah. Look up this group. Prep facts. Prep facts. Rethinking HIV prevention and sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have the URL totally in my mind, but That's it's right. like Facebook. Facebook, you Google also, it. You can, you can find yeah. can also yeah. uh, they have, they have watch our thing. We'll put it up. Yeah. yeah so we'll and right and if, you, if you don't have Facebook or you don't like Facebook, and yeah. there's a lot yeah. of reasons not to. Sure. Um, yeah. I would say now, and this is the first time I've ever been able to say to you guys, the CDC really has good information now. Wow. They just put yes. up a new page on July 19th or July 18th of this year. Okay. And if you just Google CDC HIV prevention or effectiveness, yeah. you can see they broke down the efficacy levels of U equals U of PrEP and wow. condoms. Wow. Spoiler alert. That's You're going to be surprised. Amazing. Yeah, right? Yeah. By yeah. the efficacy yeah. of condoms compared to PrEP. Yes. Yep. It is right. significantly less. And I'm not sure. knocking condoms wow. because right. exactly. people may want to use them. Yeah. Um, but just to say, they really, really analyzed and wow. broke down the science, the data, wow. and presented in very clear ways. Hopefully, so people can look at this and say, these yeah. are yeah. the tools that I want in my toolkit to have the healthiest, happiest life possible. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So if you're not on Facebook, go to CDC. Exactly. Go to CDC. Go to CDC. They're yeah. good and, now. And research and empower yourself if you have questions. Uh, don't just 
take yeah, yeah, yeah. media's exactly. word for everything. Yeah. Exactly. Because you will learn so much more than you because, uh-huh. yeah, you yeah. will learn a lot. You will. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And of course, um, go find Damon and get his slut shirts. Because yes. they're awesome. Yes. Get slut yes. shirts. Yes. Slut. Yeah. Sexual yeah. liberator using Trivada. Yeah. If you go to adamsnest.com, yeah. it's all one word, Adams, yeah, right. and there's an S after Adam. So the name Adam, S yeah. as in sex, yeah. nest.com. Nest. All one word. Um, you yeah. can see this and so many other fun, yes, sex positive, yeah. politically active. I love them. Um, it's yeah. warm, inviting, and a little bit naughty. Ooh. That's my favorite. Yes. That should be the write a biography <laughs> someday, okay. and you can tell those. Well, Adam's phrase. We came up with that. That's Adam's phrase. He gets I to use that one. Love but, that. But, but you know that that describes his work, <laughs> and, and I'm a love proud it. supporter of his work. I love yeah. that. Great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, this is perfect. Well, remember, everybody, every Friday you get amazing interviews. Not as amazing as this one, but you get good ones. Yeah. Uh, They're okay. And you can go through our archives on our website, jonathanandsergey.com, and even look at everything, every show you've ever been on. Yes. Every show is available to you guys. So check it out, jonathanandsergey.com. Do check it out. Including and the ones where we couldn't say fuck or the new ones? Yeah, all of them. Too. All of them. Oh, yeah. Radio the is there. And yay. the fuck ones. Okay. Yes. Fuckless to the fuck. Fuckless right. and the fuck full. All right. Yes, all of those. So the one where all I accidentally said shit on your show. And I yeah. 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 It's like, oh, I, I can't. <laughs> Thank God for that button. <laughs> there was a yeah. seven second delay. So that one's on there too. Yeah. That one's there. You'll have to dig, but you know, yeah, they're on there. They're on there. Yeah. But also go to patreon.com slash Jonathan and Sergey. Support us if you want, if you can. If you like, we'll, yeah, we appreciate it. Listen, shout out. But until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. JonathanAndSergey.com Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.